Good morning, everyone. May God bless you. Thank you so much for tuning in to our live broadcast. We sure appreciate that. If you have any questions, testimonies, or prayer requests, please let me know on any of the social media platforms you're listening on. If you're listening to the podcast audio, uh, contact me through jasondemars.com. We're going to continue on to part six of the seven church ages. We are looking at, right now, the Philadelphian church age. Revelation 7 through 13, And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These things saith he that is holy, he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth and no man shutteth, and uh, he that shutteth and no man openeth. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. Verse 9, Behold, I will make them of the synagogue of Satan, which say they are Jews and are not, but do lie. Behold, I will make them to come and worship before thy feet, and to know that I have loved thee, because thou hast kept the word of my patience. I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Verse uh, 11, Behold, I come quickly, hold fast, held that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Him that overcometh will I make a pillar in the temple of my God. He shall go out, he shall go no more out, and I will write upon him the name of my God, excuse me, and the name of the city of my God, which is New Jerusalem, which cometh down out of heaven from my God, and I will write upon him my new name. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. The messenger to this church age was John Wesley. John Wesley lived from 1703 to 1791, but this church age period lasted from 1750 through 1906. So, Wesley uh, followed in the footsteps, he was born in England, followed in the footsteps of his father, was a minister, but Wesley became uh, an evangelist. He went to America to evangelize the Native Americans, uh, but upon returning to London, he, on, on his way home from London, he joined with the Moravian Christians, and he uh, was very, very much uh, challenged by their faith. He joined with them often to listen. Um, be, prior, to, prior to this time, when he was in, in school, he formed a, group, a band of Christians, brethren called uh, Methodists, and that they had a specific method to walk in a life of holiness before the Lord. Um, but when he went to listen uh, to the Moravian Christian service, they read Martin Luther uh, in, in his preface to the Romans is what caused Wesley to despair of his own works and to put faith in Jesus Christ. However, this didn't, his faith became primary, but he now understood that it was faith that produced good works, that when we are justified, it produces a life of sanctification. And he continued this method for holy living and 
that idea of Methodism, though Wesley didn't want anything named after him or anything like that, they formed the Methodist Church, which was something distinct from the Anglican Church. Um, Philadelphia means love of the brethren. Um, Wesley had a doctrine called entire sanctification. And he said, entire sanctification is perfect love. So uh, the church is now gaining more strength. Now, now he says, you've kept my word. Um, looking further at that, this was the age of the missionary. He, he has the key of David, a door that no man that he that opens and no man shutteth and shuts and no man open. I set before you an open door. No one can shut it. This was the age that great missionary works went forth to India, to the Middle East, to Egypt, to North Africa, to, to all of Africa, um, to the Far East, and great missionary works that took place where you see that's the result of churches in those areas to China, and different places where the word of God went forth to, to dark, difficult places. Men of God went with uh, great, great, diff this was the time of David Livingstone and the time of C.T. Studd and the time of these, uh, of Hudson Taylor, missionaries that went forth into that open door. They had uh, kept God's word they have kept it, not denied his name. They went out and proclaimed him among the heathens in the world. And this brought a great transformation, really, to the world that we know it today. Uh, holiness was restored to the church. You'll find that the, the teaching there was of Wesley was that, uh, and this was not just Wesley, this was the norm for everyone, but that women to, were to wear a dress or a skirt, not to wear pants. Uh, it was scandalous for a, a woman to wear pants. It was, it was throwing off the headship of Jesus Christ to their minds. It was scandalous for a woman to wear makeup. It had been scandalous for her to wear earrings uh, or a, ton of, a lot of jewelry. It was scandalous for a woman to cut her hair. All these things were wrong. It would be scandalous for a man to go with his shirt off in public or to wear shorts. These things were considered wrong and taught to be wrong by John Wesley. But this time period was a time period of a rebirth of holiness and also a craving. They, they saw the supernatural. When Wesley was preaching and other, other of these evangelists and missionaries preaching, they would fall under such conviction that they would fall on the floor and writhe. What revivals took place, people that rode the sawdust trail. Um, during this time period, um, what happened was that in 1806, Napoleon went and brought an end to the Holy Roman Empire. He captured the Pope and sent him into exile and uh, ended the rule of the Habsburgs over the Roman Empire. The Habsburgs continued um, in the Austro-Hungarian uh, uh, Empire, 
which even they came to an end just at the beginning of the seventh church age. But the Holy Roman Empire was completely done away with during this church age period. Now, at, during that, this church age, the Jesuits simply tried to br bring uh, Protestant and Catholic kings under their control uh, using subversion. We'll, we'll move aside from that point quickly. Um, but this was, the, this was the time where evangelism spread and also a hunger to see the supernatural power of God began to flourish amongst the people. And this brings us to the seventh church age, Revelation 3, 14 through 22, and unto the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things say at the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. This was this speaking of God forming himself in human flesh. We are a new creation. Jesus is the firstborn from among the dead, the first begotten. So we, he is the beginning of the creation of God. The bride body of Christ is the continuation of that crea new creation of God. Verse 15, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou were cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with eye salve, that thou mayest see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him, and he with me. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and am set down with my Father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. Laodicea speaks of the people's rights. This is the age of the people's rights. We saw that. He is the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. During this time, the gifts of the Spirit are restored back to the church. The nine supernatural gifts of the Spirit are restored back to the church. And the name is returned to the church in, uh, in, the early in 1906. The Struza Street revival began to take place, which spread across the world, which there was tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, great supernatural things taking place. Shortly after this time, it was revealed to many different ministers that the desire was to return back to the book of Acts. So the, the preaching and the teaching was on the book of Acts, and it led people to begin to say, we must baptize the way they baptized. We must believe how they believed. So the understanding of one God, whose one person was restored to the church, and that his name is the name of the Lord Jesus Christ was restored back in that early time period. The messenger to this age uh, was William Marion Branham. The condition of the church, the church world in this period is being lukewarm, rich, but 
but is unwilling to be taught, unwilling to listen, unwilling to learn. They want, you know, this is the age of the prosperity gospel. We're rich, increased of good. We need nothing spiritually. We just need temp- temporary blessings. The church, the woman, now speaks and tells the Lord Jesus, the man, what to do. And during this time period, Christ is put out of the church. So they have church, they're having service, but Christ is on the outside and he's knocking. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Come and listen, hear, receive me. I'm here, I'm here to bless you. I'm here to, be, I'm here to, to enter into you and create my character in you. Um, but the majority of people wouldn't listen. But the overcomers listen, take heed to that message and receive it and live it. The others um, refuse it. So once again, this, time, this church age period began in 1906 with the Azusa Street revivals. And it continues on until the rapture takes place. Brother Branham's life was from 1906 through 1965 when he passed away and went off the scene. He was born in Kentucky, USA. When he was born, a supernatural light came into the room that day. Um, it was a whirlwind. Uh, a whirlwind appeared when he was a young boy, saying, "Don't drink or smoke or defile your body in any way. There's a work for you when you get older." 1946, an angel came to him in a cave and commissioned him to pray for the sick worldwide. In 1963, seven angels met him according to a vision in the desert in Arizona, commissioning him to reveal the seven seals. His ministry, he was a son of man, revealing the son of man, Luke 17, 30. It fulfilled the shout of 1 Thessalonians 4, 16. It, it fulfilled the opening of the seven Seals. Christ opened the seven seals. A mighty angel came down with an open book. Seven thunders uttered their voices. Brother Branham brings the interpretation of it. That's the seventh church age messenger is revealing the mystery of God. This ministry is fulfilling Malachi 4, 5, and 6. The Elijah, which was to restore the church back to the original faith. Three things that they're to do during that time. Buy gold, buy white raiment, buy ISAV. They're to buy gold, which is faith. Buy white raiment, which is righteousness. To buy ISAV, which is the Holy Spirit. But the church keeps rejecting the word of God until they push Jesus out of the church and he's found knocking on the door, calling to the people, come to a personal relationship with me through the revealing of the word and the zeal of this age is to repent. He sends a prophet to call the people to repentance. So that's beautiful, beautiful truth. This is the age of the baptism of the Holy Spirit being restored to the church and that uh, Brother Branham speaks about it this way. He says, Luther's justification gave way to Wesley's sanctification. Wesley's sanctification gave way to Pentecost's restoration of the gifts, the, restora- the baptism of the Holy Ghost. The baptism of the Holy Ghost gives way to the baptizer himself, the Holy Ghost himself. Now we have the Son of Man being revealed in this hour to us through the seventh angel's message. 
With that said, we're bringing it, this series to a close. May the Lord richly bless you.